You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging, but it's the 21st century. Financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It's for you and me, busy moms and dads living their best life. The big question is this, how do we create time, avoid making painful mistakes, set examples for our children and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? This podcast will give you the answers. Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best guest experts. It is now the time you start living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shogunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Parent Podcast. You've heard about nutrition programs for adults, but guess what? Our children need them just as much, if not more. Join us on this latest episode of the Money Boss Podcast as we sit down with Alicia Mazzari, a seasoned university instructor and holistic nutrition coach with over 25 years of experience. Through her 12-year-plus career as a nutrition coach, Alicia has witnessed incredible transformations within families helping them adopt healthier habits and cultivate a more peaceful and nourishing home environment. Alicia shares her expertise and passions for empowering families to embrace a holistic approach to nutrition and overall well-being. We discover the profound impact of healthy habits on both physical and emotional well-being of the children, and who doesn't want to have healthy kids? We chat about the role of sugar, it plays on our kids' diet, how much they actually are getting of it every day, what health implications are there for us financially, and how you can start making small daily changes and what impact those can have on the world around us. Alicia reveals the secrets behind reducing tantrums, food fights, and other common struggles many families face when it comes to nutrition. So join us on this episode of the Money Boss Podcast for enlightening conversation with Alicia Mazzari. And let's embark on the journey towards a healthier and happier future together. Hey, Money Bosses. Welcome back to another episode of exciting Money Boss Podcast. And Alicia, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. It is a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor to be here to know what is happening in your community. I'm excited to connect. Okay, so today we're talking about healthy habits, happy homes, healthy families. So how do we like connect all of these dots together? And at the core of all of this is our own health, right? Now, you're a health, you're a health expert. I'm a wealth expert. So we want to bring two of these together because a common phrase that I hear a lot, and I want our listeners to really have this sink in, health is wealth. And I know that people hear this too, but we I feel like we take it for granted more than we should. So let's kind of have that as a core of our conversation. And with your background, both as a university instructor and holistic nutrition coach, is very unique to me. So how do you combine your skills of teaching and expertise of being uh, a nutritionist? And how do you bring all of that to help families strive in the health part of their life? Yeah, well, yes, I have been a university instructor for 25 plus years in Canada, but I'm a biologist for training. So When I decided to switch careers a little bit and I became a holistic nutritionist, it was like, oh my gosh, this amazing world of bringing my biology background into, you know, into health, into, and my passion is definitely supporting kids. Mm -hmm. I'm originally from Mexico. And I don't know if you know this, but Mexico is number one in children obesity in the world. And that absolutely breaks my heart. Because when you think about it, it's like, why is it that the kids are the ones that are, you know, are gaining so much weight? Mm. And again, as you mentioned, you know, health is wealth. Because if you put everything in a balance, what, what wins? Truly, what wins? Being healthy for me is like the best thing that can happen to me. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I am 62 years old, but I have a mind and a body for 30 year old. Mm. The way I treat my body is like, this is my temple. I was born with it. I'm going to die with it. But in the, mid- the meantime, I'm going to take care of it. It's like mm-hmm. taking care of your car. What do you do with our cars? We're like, we make sure they have, you know, they have gas, that they have oil, that they have mm-hmm. air in the tires, that they are perfect, that they're clean, that they're per- working perfectly because if a car doesn't work, it doesn't take me from A to B, I'm going to have a fit. Well, think about your body that way. Mm-hmm. How do you actually take care of this vehicle that's mm-hmm. taking you through life? And mm-hmm. why is it? that our kids need to learn these tools to be able to be as healthy as possible. And the the younger they are, the easier it is. Now, when I started making changes in my own lifestyle, I have to tell you, I had my kids, I have three kids now, they're in in their mid-20s. They were teenagers. And people go like that. (laughs) <laughs> don't do it when they're teens like don't do it that's gonna be messy well sure mm-hmm. enough I have to tell you what they learned here with their habits and when they left home what are they taking with them sure enough they're taking all their stuff but one thing they took with them were the healthy habits mm-hmm. so if I go to their houses or their places I open the fridge and it's like they're like mirrors of mine which is phenomenal right mm-hmm. And when you have healthy kids, that's what are you going to leave to the next generation? Mm-hmm. So anyway, my goal is to show families actually dismiss that they say mm-hmm. being healthy is expensive. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it expensive or is it not being healthy more expensive? So mm-hmm. let's think about this, this, you know, because you're like all about wealth and about Mm-hmm. How expensive is it to eat healthy? Yes, I love that a lot because it, interesting enough, um, I am my son is four and a half years old um, as we're recording this conversation. So I'm definitely starting to um, to hit that phase where he's becoming more independent. And so the choices, um, even though I still, right, you're a mom of, 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 of teenagers or now they're growing, you've been there, you know, like at certain point, right, their decisions aren't going to be, you know, their decisions. And so I'm kind of like feeling I'm tapping that area. And so like how, right, like how do I make sure that the foundation is there? Although I feel, right, and a lot of us would agree with this too, like I feel like I make good choices. However, with my, you know, with my food and nutrition, however, there's always room for improvement. Yes. So, so how, like, let's talk a little bit about some of the steps like that you would teach your clients, right. That are, that have families and, and like, what is, yeah. Like, where do we begin? Where do we begin? Yes. Where do we begin? What happens? This is the typical question. My kid doesn't want vegetables. I mean, yeah, I can see moms raising their hands. It's like, what do I do, Alicia? What do I do? So anyway, I have the story to tell you. I was chatting with the mom with that same question. Like my son has not eaten vegetables like for the longest time. And I'm like, okay. I said, is your son hungry right now? She said, yeah, he's waiting. I said, just give him something. Give him something. And all of a sudden we kept chatting and a little bit, a little voice sounds in the back. It's like, mom, can I finish it? And she Mm -hmm. goes like, I just gave him carrots and cucumber and he wants to finish that. And I said, yes. Rule number one, when your kids are hungry, give them vegetables. And look Mm -hmm. at this. I'm not saying fruit. I'm saying vegetables. Vegetables are actually delicious, but you need to get the kids to eat them. So that's always a big problem among most moms. It's like my kid doesn't eat vegetables because it's the color, it's the texture, or it's how I eat them, how I cook them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. How you cook them? This mm-hmm. is another story. The broccoli story. Think about this. Oh my gosh, my kid will not eat broccoli. It smells like sulfur. I'm like, I know that because it's very good for you. So. Just just take a raw broccoli. Your kid is not going to eat it. Steam it. But make sure, like you steam it. I usually I usually basically turn on mine 
get mm-hmm. the, get get the steam to go through the broccoli. As soon as it starts boiling, I turn it off. Make sure it stays still crunchy, but it has this bright green. Because if you wait a bit longer and it turns like greenish brownish, they're not gonna like it. Plus, it's soggy. Wait until the sulfur evaporates so it doesn't smell, and then make stories. Oh, you know, there was this little girl or this little boy for your son. He was so hungry. He was actually walking through a forest. And then he realized there were baby trees. And then he started getting so hungry that he started trying them. And then he realized then that they weren't as bad as he thought. And you know what? If you don't like them, put some lime or something on top of your broccoli. Change the taste. Your kids will start eating broccoli like without a problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. Always bring a story to the table. You know, mm-hmm. try vegetables. You know, I had a family with a five-year-old and a, a five-year-old boy and a 10-year-old girl. And you know, the mom decided that it was time for them to be involved in the kitchen. And I have to tell you, the earlier you involve your kids in the kitchen. It's very important, especially when we're dealing with vegetables. So the two-year-old will open the fridge, find the carrots at her, uh, right here. Mom left them right here, right? In their eyesight. So it was the first thing she could grab. Gave the carrots to her five-year-old, who washed it, peeled it, and they had carrots. They had carrots almost every day before mom came back from work. <laughs> and so mom comes back from work and guess what? The kids already had all the vegetables. Mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. dinner when you're you know when you are in a rush you come back from school or drop them off and you know you're at work and you're getting hungry and your kids are hungry you know what you do is like get the vegetables ready first mm-hmm. I remember me having I have this funny thing about having seven vegetables on the table I'll tell you in a minute the story of the seven vegetables but anyway Meanwhile, you cook the rest, we always tend to, oh, no, the meat takes longer. I'm going to do the chicken or whatever, right? No, 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 no. Get first the vegetables. Leave them on the table. Your kids are hungry. You tell them, oh, you know what? Maybe you you can start snacking if you want with what's on the table. Mm -hmm. I got to the point, Anna, where dinner came over and I got to make it. I I left extra vegetables somewhere else because they were gone. They were all gone. And Mm -hmm. so... And why did I start putting seven vegetables on the table? I never make a salad when my kids were here. I still do that when they come over because one of them didn't like broccoli. The other one didn't like peppers. The other one didn't like cucumber. So guess what? You put seven vegetables on little dishes, rainbow color, rainbow color, always rainbow Mm -hmm. color. Mm -hmm. And then you put whatever vegetables you want on your plate and you make your own salad. Mm -hmm. That way, you know, I didn't have to ask, oh, I forgot you didn't like this, or I forgot you didn't like that. I forgot you didn't like that. Give them choices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One very important thing, your kids are your mirror. What's mm-hmm. on your plate, mom? Mm-hmm. Do you have a rainbow on your plate? That is a trick. Because, mm-hmm. and then show your kids, oh, look, I have Today I have all the colors of the rainbow on my plate. Mm-hmm. And they go like, oh, I want a rainbow as well. You know, or I had I had a family who had actually decided to make mandalas with the vegetables just before they ate them. And so they were making mandalas, organizing the, the vegetables before dinner. And then they, they, they ate the whole thing, right? So, you know, there's so many tricks you can actually do for kids to eat vegetables. Mm-hmm. And why vegetables and not fruit? Mm-hmm. Yes, my question exactly. <laughs> it's like we always tend to go to the fruit, right? Yes. Because fruit is sweet, they will eat it. Okay. Something very important is like lots of things that we call vegetables are actually fruits, okay? Mm-hmm. They're actually sweet. If you actually take a pepper, pepper has seeds inside, that is actually a fruit. A tomato has seeds inside, that's a fruit. A cucumber has seeds inside. That's a fruit. I'm talking from my botanical, my, my botanical <laughs> thing yes. here. So, but we tend to buy fruit that is very sweet. Hmm. 
Why? Because we are addicted to mm -hmm. sugar. And so if my kid doesn't vegetables, well, at least he eats fruit. Now, there's something very important about fruit. And fruit digests very quickly. When you eat the fruit, it digests in about 20 minutes. Now, when you mix fruit with protein, which takes two hours to be digested, guess what happens? The fruit waits for the protein to be digested for two hours instead of 20 minutes. And by the time it gets to, the, to your body, it's already fermented. Mm -hmm. So to avoid having fermented fruit, have fruit on its own and pick up fruit that has less sugar. Now, if your kid is addicted to sugar, it's like as simple as take a look at the huge amounts of apples that are out there. There's tart apples, there's sweeter apples, there's like apples in between. Start reducing the amount of sugar by buying, for example, not red delicious, but a little bit more tart, maybe like a, like a, um, I'm, I'm thinking about the green ones or the Macintosh that are not as sweet and start decreasing the amount of sugar they consume. Mm. Blueberries, for example, are okay because blueberries have a low glycemic index, but everybody mixes banana with everything because banana has a very high content of sugar. Mm -hmm. So it's a good way of decreasing the amount of sugar. Now, mm -hmm. you hear me talk about fruits and vegetables because they are what we call real food. Yes. And when we compare real food to the food that now we're buying in the supermarkets, which all comes in these beautiful plastic packages with, you know, with all the colors of a rainbow in the package. <laughs> and of course, you know, we always go for color. So it's not the same to buy. The other day I was actually walking and I found on the ground, I, I found a baby food, food plastic or apple in a plastic container. And I picked it up and I washed it and all. And I looked at the high amount of sugar that thing had. Mm -hmm. No wonder why our kids are hyperactive. Mm -hmm. How much sugar do you give your kids, especially at breakfast? Mm-hmm. I have a daughter who is a teacher and before the pandemic started, I would go to her classroom and, you know, I, I knew two boys that were, came back, came to school, like jumping up. Yes, school is starting all happy. And I'm telling my daughter in 30 minutes, these two are going to fight. And I'm, <laughs> my daughter's looking at me like, how do you know? Like, because they had a lot of sugar for breakfast. How do you know? Because they are hyperactive when they come into school. So this is what happens, Anna. You mm -hmm. feed your kid the typical breakfast cereal with milk. Mm -hmm. Take a look at the amount of sugar they're already having right there, okay? And no protein, just basically, or the little protein there's in the milk. So their sugar, their their blood sugar goes like that, goes high up like that, high up. So mm -hmm. they're super happy up here, but as as it goes up, it goes down. It goes down so quickly. That down here, that is where there are tantrums and then there's blood, low blood sugar. And what do, they, what do they go after that? Oh, give me more sugar. Yeah. Watch out. Adults, we do exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Actually, tantrums are not just for kids. Have you seen the amount of, of adults having tantrums as well? Oh, that's like the, the 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock crash. <laughs> you have, you, you, you know, you before you go to work, you have cereal with milk. And then at 10 o'clock, you're like, oh, I need a donut. Give me more sugar or give me a coffee with milk and sugar. And then, you know, and then and another half an hour later, so you just go like that. Same thing. Sugars up and down, up and down, up and down, mm -hmm. up and down. Okay. Mm -hmm. What happens when you eat vegetables and fruit? It goes like this all day long. So it's a little less spikes, right? And there's your less spikes. There are a le lot less tantrums. And again, daddies, daddies are amazing with tantrums. I have to tell you the story because I love the story. Okay. I'm working with a family in Mexico. They are taking, I have a, a, a kid's program. And anyway, so they're taking my kid's program. A four-year-old, he doesn't know how to read or write, but he's taking my program. He's understanding how much sugar he's intaking. He's reducing the sugar. The dad is, in the, is at the door, you know, having cereal with milk. And of course, a four-year-old tells you, daddy, daddy, wait. And the daddy's like, I couldn't go. And, really, and he goes, have you realized how much sugar you're having before you go to work? <laughs> the, the, the dad freezes with the spoon right here. It's like, 
my four-year-old is teaching me that I have too much sugar before I go to work. Yeah. And then, you know, he turns to see the four-year-old, turns to see his wife and like, don't worry, I'll tell you. And the wife is like, don't worry, I'll tell you later. What this is about. And anyway, so that day, the dad started changing his breakfast. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Now, what is the best thing for breakfast for a kid that usually has hyperactivity for a dad that will run for the, for the donut at 10 o'clock, 10.30 crash? protein mm -hmm. because protein stays with you a lot longer than and it takes two hours to be digested it takes a lot longer to eat protein in the morning you know than than having cereal with milk mm -hmm. so and everybody's like but we don't like eggs or you know why eggs why eggs all the time I have to tell you I had a daughter I have a daughter who loves her protein in the morning you know what is her best breakfast a leftover chicken thigh she just <laughs> i love that <laughs> for her breakfast is like why don't you have a piece of chicken from the night before with some vegetables and why do i talk so much about vegetables because we need to eat a lot of them but mm -hmm. if you start your day with protein and again doesn't need they don't need to be eggs it can be a piece of chicken from the night before i mean in mexico in Mexico, we used to have like beans for breakfast instead of having eggs, mm. you know, have beans, have something else, have, I don't know, have hummus, have some type of protein in the morning will make your day very, very different. So mm. it's important to understand this part that when the whole family starts eating protein in the morning, your day will be different. Yes, but we actually, uh, interesting enough, very much have been experimenting with this theory <laughs> that you're talking about. So of course, you know, the, the kids are still wanting the cereal, but I'm seeing a lot more. And my my son does. You're gonna be you're gonna be proud. I don't know. Does, I don't know if it's me or not. But um, we, we have a, a restaurant here locally in town, uh, like a family restaurant. They cook pizza, pasta, and so mm -hmm. the kids' menu um, is actually really good because they do have lots of vegetables and so broccoli is one of the things it's just a real simple steamed broccoli but he would get pizza and the broccoli and I'm like okay you can eat pizza but you gotta eat your broccoli so somehow we've crossed that bridge um into loving broccoli because yes you're right the smell is not everyone's favorite but the protein part too like Liam would say, I want cereal for breakfast. Okay, great. And he caught, he actually questioned me on this um, the other day. He's like, why did you give me a small ball? So I started to give him a smaller size ball. He's like, why is my ball so small? Because I give him eggs, right? That's why we're having, you know, us put the, the protein part and then a little ball of cereal. So we don't have to have a fight first thing in the morning. They're like, he doesn't get his cereal. Oh, or, or yeah. example, granola. So I like finding the compromise in that, but uh, you're right. Like you do feel a lot fuller, a lot longer when you have that. Yes. Protein. And if you have oh. protein at each meal, it's mm -hmm. the best thing you can, you need to have protein at lunch. You need to have protein at dinner and yes. you will have, I have to tell you moms, you will have a lot less calls from the school. If you start doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And and a lot less medications as well, which are, you know, I don't want to go there. But anyway, anyway, so it's yeah. important. It's very important to understand the cereals. I invite mm -hmm. you to actually play the detective game, which you are going to find. Or I'm going to tell you in a minute where you're going to find it. Okay. Why? Because sometimes you have no idea how much sugar cereal or anything that actually that comes in a package contains mm -hmm. and just to give you an idea okay um this family from chile the uh they had a, they she had a one and a, i think it was the girl was one and a half year old so anyway she goes like i give her her milk the one the doctor sent you know in the morning and then but then she she's full she doesn't want to eat after that so i said okay let's read the label this is a very common milk that is very common. I don't know in the, the U. I believe in the U.S. it's there. It's called Nido. Uh, but it's very common in Latin, with Latin American people uh, all the way, all the way to South America. It's just like everybody mm. has Nido. And pediatricians recommend Nido. So Nido is just a powder milk. So mm. we looked at the label. And sure enough, the girl was having a small bottle 
I don't know. And, and the small bowl contained four teaspoons of sugar. Wow. Of course, she was not hungry at breakfast. So, and again, she loved her milk, of course, because it's sweet. It's mm -hmm. very sweet. It's sweeter than it should be. So what? how do we get rid of that addiction to this milk that the pediatrician gave you? Very simple. Start diluting it more and more and more. We got to the point where she was having a half teaspoon. And of course, she woke up in the morning and finally said, mom, I'll have an egg for breakfast. You know, <laughs> like little things like that. Mm -hmm. Here's another true story. And um, I love stories so that you can actually connect. And here I'm talking about baby food, baby food. Okay. I had my, one of my friends call me and said, oh, my 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 uh, my sister came over to visit me with her one and a half year old and they ran out of formula and we went and bought the formula, but my niece does, will not take it. I said, you still have both formulas? Yes. Check the label. <laughs> I always go, check the label. It's so important to play detective and learn to read labels. So we read the label and guess what? Sure enough. The one from Mexico had four teaspoons more per serving than the one here. Not mm -hmm. saying that this one was great either, okay? So I said, the only way that girl is going to drink the formula is if you add three or four teaspoons of sugar. They go like, what? I'm like, yeah, taste it. It's the mm -hmm. only way she is addicted to that sugar. Mm -hmm. How do I get rid of that addiction? Start diluting it because the addiction to sugar is real. And mm -hmm. it's impossible to take get rid of it overnight. You're doing the right thing about the cereal is like my comfort food, but I'm having, instead of having a big bowl, have a smaller bowl, have a smaller bowl, have a mm -hmm. smaller bowl until actually it disappears. Mm -hmm. Because there's something else about cereal. Cereal is, has most of the nutrients that it has starch and starch breaks down to sugar. Mm -hmm. So you have to also think about starch as sugar. So it's not just reading how much sugar it's on the label, but how much starches there are on the label. And if you start, just to give you an idea, uh, is if you start counting how many teaspoons you're putting for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner, for snacks, for stuff like that, you know, like there's like, a, the kids are having a bowl of sugar every single day. Mm. A bowl of, sugar yeah and again it is so addictive that you cannot get rid of it like that and I hear people that tell me it's impossible to not eat sugar I love my desserts I have a sweet tooth how many times have you heard that Anna well, all the time <laughs> I like don't ask me to get rid of my dessert like I have to have dessert right after dinner or I didn't finish eating Mm -hmm. sure enough I grew up like that there was always dessert at my at my table at my parents place but again the only way of breaking it down is diluting 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 and this is something also very interesting a can of pop a can of coke has the same amount of sugar as a fruit juice mm -hmm. so how you know, if you give your kids cereal and milk for breakfast, plus a little fruit juice in the Tetra Pak, you're adding more sugar. How do I dilute that? Dilute it, dilute it, dilute it. Until people need to be able to drink, guess what? Water. 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 Yes. You know? Because people ask me, oh, but I pressed my baby. I'm like, and? Once your baby starts with solids, start with vegetables and add water, water, water. Once you win your baby, your baby doesn't need that milk, that, that formula. Because something else I'm finding out is that many babies get constipated when you start them on formula. Mm -hmm. And why is that? Because many, because... You know, many of the food that we find in the, you know, in the market doesn't have enough nutrients. So it's enriched. You've seen enriched flour and enriched, enriched everything. What do they enrich the for baby formula with? They enrich it with iron. You might as well take a bite of your cast iron pan and do the same thing. Iron constipates. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you switch your baby from your breast milk to formula, guess what? Your baby gets constipated. 
if your baby is having solids, like healthy solids, then you can go directly to water. Mm-hmm. It's and again, drinking water don't don't have to tell me. Drinking water is a lot cheaper than drinking anything else. Any of this stuff, yes. So let's make a connection. I I love this. I mean, I love this topic because there's so many like there's so many ways, and also I think a lot of people are maybe thinking that okay, there's there's no way that we can have this healthy lifestyle, right? Um, or the not just the the financial part of this, right? Because it may seem like it is costly, but also the convenience factor, right? Because we live in a world where things are like, we're so busy, like what's the most effective way for me to do this? So like, let's talk about how this healthy lifestyle that you're talking about, right? Can be actually manifested. Like it's real. It's nothing that someone can achieve. We, We are so used to convenience. We're so used to frozen stuff in the microwave and that's dinner you know that mm-hmm. type of thing actually I had a family in Costa Rica who was I uh, was working with and uh and they and the mom is like we need to go get another deep freezer I'm like why do you need another deep freezer oh because I go to Costco once a month or once a, I want to go every once every six months and everything is frozen I'm like why is everything frozen so we start looking at how much of like the real food they would consume Mm-hmm. And real food truly is fresh vegetables, fresh fruit, fresh, fresh, the fresher the meat, the better. You really need to be a detective finding out where everything is coming from. And anyway, so they ended up switching from not buying frozen stuff to buying real fresh stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like there's right now summer farm markets are the I like I love going to farm markets because you need you find other things that you don't find usually during the yes. during the year. You know, me coming from Mexico, I was always used to having vegetables all year long. And of course, you know, otherwise you'd be like, oh, I'm gonna eat for the season, I'm gonna eat just starchy vegetables. Well, no, you can have some starchy vegetables, but we need to eat a lot, a lot of green vegetables. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, so when you think about it, it's like my question to you is how much is a package? You know, because that little thing that I found about Apple, I actually calculated it's like a whole Apple in there. But you pay like three bucks or almost three bucks for that little baby thing. How much you pay for an Apple? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good analogy. <laughs> you know, just 70, think about it. Maybe 70 cents a pound. I don't know. I I don't know how much apples cost, actually. Yeah, it all depends. It all depends the apple yeah. on the time of the year. But, you know, yeah. say an apple costs you 40 cents, one apple as compared to a $3 package. Mm -hmm. There you're saving money. Think about a bag of potato chips. How much do you pay for a bag of potato chips? Maybe $1.50, you know, a little one. Yeah, sure enough. So guess what? How much of the potato is actually in the bag? Not even because it's sliced so thinly and it's fried, not even a quarter of a potato. So instead of paying 10 cents, you're paying $1.50. So mm-hmm. see the analogy here? Like mm-hmm. if you, how much do you pay for cereal for goodness sakes? The other way somebody was telling me, it's like for ba- for granola bars, I paid four bucks or something for some granola bars. And I'm like, do you know what granola bars are made of? Oatmeal. How much is oatmeal? How, what about making oatmeal? And then that way you're just saving and you know exactly what you're eating <laughs> instead of mm-hmm. making the I understand that it's time. It's a bit more time. Yeah, that's the object. You, I, I, like you're describing all these things and I agree, but I think a lot, a lot of people feel like, well, that's all great, but I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. Well, I have to tell you something. And especially if you have teenagers and you're listening, I have to tell you the best time to connect with your teenagers is when you don't look at them on the eye, which are in the car, if you're driving or go for a walk or be in the kitchen involve them in the kitchen mom you don't need to do everything yourself it can actually be make the time the cooking time make it a family thing Mm -hmm. you can get the kids involved as early as i mentioned as a two-year-old which will grab a, a, a carrot or can put the napkins on the table even if she takes her 10 minutes to do that involve your kids as early as possible into making real food how long does it take to actually peel a carrot? Not long. 
That's one it. minute, maybe, if that. Maybe one <laughs> minute. That's right. 30 seconds. I mean, not everything. I mean, truly, how long does it take you to steam broccoli? Less than a minute. Mm -hmm. That's it. How long does it take you if you buy broccoli and you put it in the microwave? It might take you three minutes. Mm -hmm. You also save time. But if you actually get the, the kids involved as early as possible into the making of the, of, the, of the food, number one, make it fun. Number two, they will learn how to make it at an, the earlier the age, the better. And number three, it's a time for connection. Mm -hmm. Connect with your kids when you're in the kitchen. Have you ever thought about that? Mm -hmm. I love that. I'm getting into that phase too. We're making making stuff together. Your, your, your son is four and a half. He's at the very, very perfect age in which, you know what? Can you help me? Yeah, sure enough. Well, of course, you're not going to give them him the life. But mm -hmm. you know what? You can He can actually start, you know, like learning about vegetables, learning about how to cook the vegetables if they need to be cooked or have them raw, how to how to taste the different colors of the rainbow, how to taste the different textures. I understand, mm -hmm. like my daughter will never eat watermelon. She tried it several times, like, mom, I really, truly can't stand the, 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 the texture. I get it. That's okay. She doesn't need to eat watermelon, right? Mm -hmm. But that texture, um, I was actually talking with somebody who is a specialist in picky eaters, and she was actually making this analogy about saying, it's more, it's more difficult to learn how to eat than to learn how to swim. And I'm like, learning how to swim is hard. She mm -hmm. goes, no, because see, when you're eating, you have all five senses that are involved and being able to swallow is a, a learning. A, they have to learn at a very young age, right? And so it's true. And it's like, is it the color? Is it the texture? Is it the smell? Is it, you know, what did they, what, what, what did, what did, does that feel inside my mouth? And mm -hmm. the more you expose the kids to all these things, the happier they'll be. Becoming a new parent is extraordinary, life-changing event that brings a mix of emotions from joy to worry, excitement and fear. Suddenly, you're not only responsible for yourself, but also for another little person who depends on you for everything. And it's okay to feel overwhelmed. But remember, you've got this. Did you know that raising a child from birth to age 18 can cost over $234,000 on average? And that does not even include things like daycare, private school, or college savings for the future. Planning for these expenses is crucial, and that's where the Money Parent Checklist comes in. I've created this resource for new parents like you to get you started. It will help you adapt and prepare for the, your new financial reality. It's a comprehensive guide that covers everything from setting up a budget for your new family, planning baby expenses, securing your child's future, and even preparing for those exciting college years ahead. Yes, I've got you covered from A to Z so you can focus on cherishing those precious moments with your little one. But don't let money worries get in the way of creating unforgettable memories. Visit parentmoneychecklist.com today and grab your free copy. Mm -hmm. This is this is actually interesting because like do you recommend like because you want your kids to try different right foods and develop the taste for it so do you force that like you know if it's that broccoli that we were talking about like well, you got to try it it's the good thing for you or do you offer the option you, and you just let it go you model you model and you offer several times mm -hmm. but you model yourself you model it it's like you know like even if you are truly enjoying a bit of a bit of broccoli in front of your kid and you actually put it in your mouth, you even close your eyes and you just, oh, this tastes so good. I know it's good for me. You know, try it. Did you actually know broccoli are flowers? And the girls go like, what? I'm like, yes, broccoli are flowers. Have you ever seen a broccoli going a little bit older? It turns yellow because the flowers start opening. So again, it's a matter of tasting and trying mm -hmm. and eating as eating eating closer to the earth because stop paying for packages. 
-hmm. Stop paying. I mean, you cannot imagine how much you pay for a package. If you actually were able to take out that cereal out of that package, you know, that's why people buy bulk because they don't pay for packages. It's cheaper, right? Well, mm -hmm. same idea. Take everything out of your package and you will be saving loads of money by eating real food. Mm -hmm. It is truly a savings thing. And I, I have a family in, uh, in Venezuela right now. And uh, <laughs> it was so funny. The girl goes like, Mom, I really want chocolatada, which is like a chocolate drink. And I'm like, okay, let's go look at it. And she just basically said, she looked at it like, Mom, this is just sugar. I didn't even know. Like she put it back and I said, how much was it? I said, we didn't even check the price. Because <laughs> the 10-year-old decided, that's it. We're not having chocolatada. It's like, okay, Mom, what can we have instead? You know, mm -hmm. sure enough, go buy cocoa. You know, if you need a lot less cocoa you know, maybe add a little bit of, of of honey if you like and make your own chocolate without mm -hmm. buying the chocolate milk or the, you know, just truly, truly open your eyes into what the uh, the industry has, how much sugar she, it ha they have put in it. And the reason why they have added so much sugar is because, you know, like maybe about 10, 15 years ago, remember that, you know, heart problems came up and they were like, oh, it's the fats get rid of the fat so now you find things without fat with little fat with not little fat whatever right mm -hmm. they remove the fat but with the fat they remove the flavor so things without flavor what do they taste like like cardboard so that's when they added sugar but mm -hmm. they added the sugar in so much in, in so many different ways mm -hmm. that guess what we're all addicted to it that is why truly mexico is number one in children obesity because Mexicans also, it's also cultural. I know in the U.S., people drink a lot of soft drinks. Mm -hmm. Soft drinks are loaded with sugar. And not only, not only with sugar, they're loaded with phosphoric acid. <laughs> and phosphoric acid takes the place of calcium. So you might end up having bone problems, a lot of teeth problems, you know, that type of thing. But again, how do I get rid of my, of, of, of Coke, if I'm addicted to Coke, how I, do I get rid of soft drinks? Mm -hmm. Again, dilute them, they taste horrible, you eventually won't want them. Won't want them. So like the financial part, like I get like the idea of like, look at what you can buy at the market, like all the whole foods um, that are not packaged. Now, but if we think a little further, the idea of being healthy, right, can be seen in other ways, right? Because if you're mm -hmm. get you know in in control of what you're eating and the amounts of sugar and and all of that goes into your body, you're gonna start seeing. Well, hopefully, the, the idea is that you won't get certain diseases, right? Which cause That's right. higher medical bills and insurance and and longevity piece, right? Like if we really truly think about the the financial yeah. the wealth impact of this like that's at least connection i'm making in my head when you're making these like somewhat small changes dilute your juice right yeah <laughs> today <laughs> yeah yeah you know everything is about prevention and you know this is what happens when you start eating real food number one tantrums start disappearing but that's not only the, the only thing that happens of course not they call me the queen of poop reading <laughs> Mm -hmm. And so you start pooping way better. You start drinking water. You start peeing better. You start detoxifying better. Guess what? You're going to start sleeping better. Your kids are going to start resting a lot more. Same as you. So that's a, that's a side effect of it. Then you're going to have energy to move your body, to, to exercise, or just even to go for walks or whatever with your kids. Go to the park, play with the kids, whatever. Play ball. I don't care. It's just like everything comes hand in hand because when you change eating habits, you're changing mood, you're changing your sleep, you're changing your hydration, you're changing, you know, it just, everything changes. That's why we call are called holistic because we don't just work with food. We, we work with the whole body and mm -hmm. the best way that we can teach our kids is playing. Yes or yes. <laughs> Everybody learns through play, right? Yes, totally. So that's when I had the idea of creating a program called Happy Healthy Kids Adventure, which mm -hmm. basically takes you by the hand or actually it's the kids watching a video, which is like less than five minutes, four minutes. 
a day, but they have to go do an activity with that video. Mm. So we, I give them the idea and then they go and find out, we start with the detective game, find out how much sugar you have intake today. Oh, why is it that you're so, you know, so hyperactive? How to, how to move your body in a fun way? What, what different things you can do to go to sleep, to stay hydrated during the day? You know, why vegetables? We're all different. There's some people that need more protein than others. Um, you know, it's it's a whole process. But if you teach the kids at a young age, and as I mentioned, for example, this family was one of my first families. He was five and the other one was two. They did amazing. Mm-hmm. And they actually, their parents changed because of them. <laughs> it was just like, wow, I can't believe that. So it's one little step at a time. Don't attempt to make changes overnight because they don't work. Yes, no, I agree. I, it's it's very interesting that you have uh, this focus on the kids. And I mean, obviously, nutrition is not a new thing on the block. You know, a lot of people are interested in it, but it's I love the idea that it has, you know, it has to start with the kids. And it's just more sensitive for me these days because I'm thinking like, okay, what chances do we have at home to make sure that my son gets you know, whole foods in him because there's going to be lunch in school. Right. And I can't control yes. that. It's healthy to an extent and there's going to be snacks. And so, um, that's fine too, but it's like, I have the morning and I have the night, like breakfast and dinner. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's another whole thing in Canada, in Canada, the kids bring their lunches. Mm-hmm. So for example, I did a challenge with my, in my daughter's classroom. It's like, okay, today is red day. What vegetables are you going to bring that is red? And everybody's like, tomatoes, tomatoes. Okay, what are we going to do about the purple? And they go like, oh my gosh, what is purple? You know, like green, no problem. Yellow, oh, yellow can be a challenge. And orange can be a challenge, you know, that type of thing. And we, and by the end of the of the week, they had to bring a rainbow lunch with every single color of the rainbow. So, you know, little things like that, that you can actually do. Um, I know it's a big thing in the U.S. when they get lunches served in schools. Eventually, schools need to start thinking about, hey, mm-hmm. is it just pasta, pizza, and I don't know, uh, whatever, rice or potatoes, or fried potatoes or whatever. They need to start thinking that kids kids will do a lot better in a, any every way, not only academic, they can concentrate better. They, they will have a stronger immune system inflammation goes down like inflammation when I call it talk about inflammation there's a lot of kids with inflammation basically all over their bodies starting with their guts um I don't want to go into kids with diabetes but there's lots of kids with diabetes we're getting rising rising um kids with cancer we are seeing boys with breast cancer when they're Mm -hmm. teenagers it's scary what's out there in what's out there and what food is available to these families mm-hmm. and so it's it's a matter of learning how to or even you know what send your kid even if they there's school there's food at school send your kid with real food or you know like start changing the lunches in the class in, in the in the schools at some point something has to be done because for me it's like you are basically not taking care of kids and that's actually not a good thing because mm-hmm. they're the future. They're the future of the planet. So that's the place to start. Yeah, no, I agree. So talk a little bit more about your um, Happy Healthy Kids Adventure Program because you mentioned there's a detective yeah, so, challenge. I love that a lot. So the, you're going to find a website, super easy to find, happyhealthykidsadventure.com. And you're going to find a lot of free resources. Within the free resources, you're going to find several things. One of them is the detective game. Please download the detective game and play it at home. You will learn. You will be amazed, actually. You will be amazed. Actually, I I had a family last week, actually. There was a Venezuelan and a Mexican talking about, about, oh, what? Is this sugar and added sugar? Do I add it up or is it the same? And they were actually like, no, you need to add them up. And she goes like, what? My granola, the 100 grams of granola has 50 grams of sugar. I'm like, yeah, half of that is sugar. So anyway, so start start there. Start playing the detective game. Find out, you don't need to go anywhere, actually. You will find it in your either in your fridge or in your, in your, in your pantry. You'll find it at home. Start playing the detective game. 
Once you start playing the detective game, then start making changes on the list of your grocery shopping. Take your kids grocery shopping, please, please, please. They need to learn what's out there, okay? They need to be detectives. There was this family in Spain where you no, know, the girl was like, mom, I want to buy this, I want to buy this. I'm like, the mom said, sure, just read the label. And she goes like, it's no sugar. And she returned it, right? And, this, and she's like, what? Another other times, I wouldn't, wouldn't have thought about it. I would just have bought it, right? So again, be part of the process. It's a very slow process. So, and in there, you're going to see actually, if you've downloaded the, the, the detective game, you're actually going to be taken into a free webinar, a family webinar, in which you can actually play in your kitchen and figure out more, more about what you have in your kitchen, how to create a list of things to go shopping. And of course, that will take you to, if you're interested, uh, to our Happy Healthy Kids Adventure program. And that one is an eight-week program. Again, you just need to watch like one video a day. Uh, it's five videos a week. So it's not like long. There's a lot of if there's resources for parents, there are resources for kids, lots of games to play with. And I have to tell you, in eight weeks, you will not believe the change that you will experience in yourself and in your kids. This is amazing. So yes, we're going to include the link in the show notes uh, for sure. Thank you so much, Alicia. This is this been um, a very insightful conversation. Um, and how, um, so I'll, li I'll link the, the happy healthy kids adventure.com in the show notes, but how, where else can our listeners connect with you? Yeah, you can, I, you can, you have there, my emails and stuff like that. Uh, I'm also, I'm also on social media on kids.imbalance. So kids.imbalance and then kids imbalance wellness. It's, you are every every link to find me, it's on happyhealthykidsadventure.com. You can find me on social media. I'm I'm actually I'm bilingual. And so the programs are both in English and Spanish. So if you're a bilingual family listening to this, to this po amazing podcast, you actually have access to both the English and Spanish version of it. Because I know that a lot of grandmas that move to the US probably don't speak the language but you can actually do the same program with your grandchildren if you want to this is yeah this is even more amazing because i've never had a resource um for for you know spanish-speaking friends and so and clients so that yes that's that's amazing um we'll definitely make sure to highlight that before we close any last minute thoughts well all i have to tell you is your health is worth it thank you so much Disclaimer, the opinions expressed on this show are for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individuals. To determine which investments or solutions may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial advisor, or tax professional for more specific advice. Hey there, Money Boss Parent, giving you a virtual high five because you just wrapped up another awesome episode of the Money Boss Parent Podcast. If you're craving more insights, hop over to moneybossparentpodcast.com. You'll find there detailed show notes from today's episode and even some sweet deals from our guests and partners. And if you're eager to connect with other super cool moms and dads who are just like you, who are navigating the world of money and parenting, come join our exclusive Facebook community for Money Boss Parents. The link is waiting for you at moneybossparentpodcast.com.